0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the CG Business Advisor brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. New episodes available wherever you get your podcasts from. So if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. And you can always Find us at cgteam.com. We have a lot of guests on this podcast that give great insights into how to grow a business, how to market a business, how to make more profits with your business. Sometimes those lessons seem obvious and other times they may seem hard to grasp. Today's guest has a step-by-step guide into how to create and monitor Your marketing RBI, as she calls it. Janet Falk has more than 30 years experience in public relations and marketing communications, specializing in advising business owners, attorneys, and consultants on strategy for client acquisition, news coverage, and revenue growth. Her system, Create and Monitor Your Marketing RBI, blends in a concept we can all get on board with. Janet, thank you so much for joining us here on the CG Business Advisor.
1: My pleasure to be here, Scott. I'm so excited to talk to you.
0: I want to learn a little bit about yourself before we talk about uh, your company and what you provide for your clients. So tell me a little bit about your background and how you got into, you know, communications, research, everything that you do for your clients as far as PR and things like that.
1: I have an eclectic background. If you look at my website, you'll see my logo is an octagon and embedded in the octagon is the letter F for my name, Falk. And why an octagon? Because I'm not a round peg, I'm not a square peg, I'm an octagonal peg. I have experience in higher education, Wall Street, law services and nonprofits. So you can imagine that I work with a very diverse client base and I bring to bear the experiences that I've had working with individual clients in order to serve each one. My goal is to help the client identify who is their target market and what does their target market care about and how can they be in front of that market in the places where that person, whether it's an individual or a business owner or a corporate executive, where that person is looking for information and resources. And I use a variety of strategies and platforms to do it. And that's what we're here to talk about today.
0: When did you start fall Communication and Research?
1: Well, As a going concern, uh, this started in January of 2009. But in the public relations and marketing communications field, there are a lot of hiccups along the road. And so from time to time, you get laid off due to budget cut or client reorganization or corporate reorganization and so on. So I've been working on and off in, as an independent for a number of years, but this most recent go-around started in 2009. So you can see I've been at it for quite some time.
0: One thing so. that I love about your approach to this is how you uh, you relate it to relatable topics. There's different analogies. And one of them that I love personally is the baseball analogy of everything that you provide for your clients. So how did you think about that and what led you to even morphing the two concepts?
1: Okay. I was looking for an acronym or a theme that would encapsulate three ideas. One is activity. And the second is productivity. And the third is profit. So I came up with the baseball theme and RBI, because RBI is something, even if you're not a baseball fan, and I'm not particularly a baseball fan, but everybody knows what RBI means, runs batted in. And how do you get runs batted in? And why do you need runs batted in? Well, you get them by stepping up to the plate and swinging away. And when you do bat in those runs, then you win the ball game. So that's how I came up with the idea. I wanted a vision or an image or or an acronym that would encapsulate activity, productivity, and profitability. So that's how I did it.
0: I love it. And so each step along the way is, I would assume, geared towards achieving one of those specific goals, right? Right. Right. So let's start, start from the beginning. What's step one?
1: Okay, so the first step is networking. Networking is the best way for you to develop new business contacts, referral sources, and attract potential clients. Now, many people think that networking is going into a crowded room where you hardly know anybody else and having these dumb conversations where <laughs> you try to be interesting and not too salesy and exchange business cards. And that is a part of networking. And you know, like it or not, we all do it but there are other ways to look at networking. So for example, the other day, one of my clients is organizing a conference and one of the panelists dropped out. And this is on the very obscure topic of finance and art, jewelry, wine, and so on, investing in unusual asset classes. Now, how are they gonna find somebody who does that? I happen to know two attorneys who work in the art market. I know an art appraiser who works in the art market. And I know someone who works with insurance companies in the art market. So I reached out to these contacts and sure enough, I came back with three names of women who are involved in investing in art. And two of them actually run funds that invest in art. So look at what I did. I tapped into my network and I was able to develop ideas and contacts for my client, right? And that's not going into a room. That is using my contacts within my network. So i give you another example. Um, I'm on a listserv and someone says, does anyone know a Latina web developer? I do. So I put the name of my Latina web developer contact on the listserv. I sent it directly to the person who requested the information. And then I followed up with the web developer. And I said, your name came to mind when someone was looking for a Latino web developer. And here's the person that I contacted. And both of them thanked me. Hmm. I don't know if they're gonna do business or not, but wouldn't you call that networking? Absolutely, contacts and you introduce them to each other. So, one more thing, and this is a little bit different. What if I had arranged a conversation between the person who needed the web developer and the web developer itself, and I sat into that conversation? That's what I call networking squared. So, the two contacts get to know each other, and you You look brilliant to the both of them, (laughs) and you get to learn what's new and exciting about what they're doing in their businesses. So think of networking not only as going into a room where you hardly know anyone, but also as introducing the people in your network to each other for a networking squared conversation and referring the people in your network to others who are looking for resources information.
0: That's my favorite aspect of networking. And yes, we've all done those events where, you know, you're, you're, like you said, you're in a room where you don't know anybody and you're handing out business cards and whatnot. We've all been there, but my favorite part of networking is just, yeah, putting people in touch with each other. I know somebody, you know, somebody they can help each other. Let's put them in touch. It's just it, to me, that's how a network grows beyond just I don't. I don't want to call it cold calling, but just talking to somebody that you're meeting for the first time in in a, a party like atmosphere or in, in any social atmosphere, even whether it's on the golf course or anywhere else. I, I love just putting people in touch with each other. It, it's great. And you call that first step getting on base, correct?
1: Right, right. And you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but Scott, how did I get connected to you? Right. I met someone named mm-hmm. Michael O'Clair who is a member of a networking group that I visited. We had a separate conversation. He introduced me to a member of the CG team and they introduced me to you, here we are. Networking. Exactly.
0: Yes, and now we're on base. So the next step, here's the pitch. What does that mean?
1: Okay, so that means speaking. That means speaking whether it's here on a podcast or at a conference or on a webinar that you can organize yourself or you could be invited to speak. So there are different ways that you can be speaking and sharing your insights, up to the minute information and trends that people need to know more about. Because if they only knew what Janet and Scott know, they would save time, save money and make more money. So speaking can take a variety of formats, whether it's a conference, or an event you organize yourself, or, or a podcast.
0: Do you have to be careful to not sound, I mean, you mentioned it before, not sound too salesy?
1: You have to know your audience. You have to know what is your audience looking to hear, and how can you persuade them of a couple of things. One, that you know their problem. Mm-hmm. Two, you can solve their problem because you've solved it before. And three, you can make them look good to the person who cares about the problem. Because they might be the business owner themselves. So in in other words, you don't have to do anything further, but they might report to somebody else. So you want that person to look smart by working with you to achieve these goals. You have to understand Mm -hmm. what is the point of praying, or the problem that your audience is facing and how can you show them that one, you understand it, two, you've solved that before, and three, you can help them and make them look good to the next person that cares about it.
0: What about the next step, keeping the box score?
1: Right, that's writing. And there are writing platforms that you can use. For example, I have a monthly newsletter and I have two varieties of my newsletter. One goes to the general public and the other goes to attorneys. Just as a secret, the attorney one is very similar to the general public.
0: <laughs>
1: I just, just put a few references in there so that they'll think it's specific to them. So a monthly newsletter is one way of writing. You can also publish articles. So I belong to a women's professional networking group. It's called Women-Owned Law. It's for women who are attorneys, who are a partner at a firm, or who have a firm, or who have a solo practice, and for women-owned businesses like myself who serve the legal market. And every couple of months, I publish an article in their monthly newsletter. So here I am speaking to several hundred women who are members of this association, and it's not my newsletter, it's another organization's newsletter, but I look smart because I'm sharing what I know to the group. Uh, another way of writing is to be um, writing articles on blog posts, whether they're your own blog post or sometimes you can be a guest who posts on somebody else's blog. And another way of writing is publishing in an industry publication. So I used to write for the New York Law Journal, the New Jersey Law Journal, and marketing the law firm, all because I was trying to get in touch with more attorneys. So I was publishing in the places that they would read. So writing can be your own publication on a newsletter or a blog. You can be guesting on someone else's blog, or you can be writing for Another organization, whether it's, uh, you know, a commercial organization like the Law Journal or it's a membership organization like Women on the Law.
0: And I guess that leads us into our next step, because you you talk about, you know, whether you're participating in writing and and getting your voice out there uh, into your market or your target audience. So how does this apply to rooting for the home team and joining a trade association?
1: Right. So let's say that you're an accountant and you deal with small business owners, especially retailers, right? Then you would want to be active in the local trade association, which is the chamber of commerce,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or it could be a merchant's association, like a business improvement development group or an economic development group. And you would be active in this group in a couple of ways. One is, of course, you would go to their events, right? Because you're going to meet potential clients and you're also going to meet referral sources by socializing and exchanging conversation and networking with these people. Then another thing that you can do is you can offer to speak to the group or to organize a panel and moderate a group. And when you do that, it's always a good idea to put a client up there And also to put up there uh, an officer of the organization, right? So it makes the organization look smart. It makes the client look smart. And it makes you look smart because you're moderating the panel and moving the discussion forward. You can also think about how you could contribute to that organization's newsletter, as I mentioned. Yeah. And if you are an accountant, say, you might want to offer to, um, you know, help them with some difficult accounting issue that they might be dealing with as an organization, you know, either on a pro bono basis or on a reduced fee basis, you know, depending on the ethics involved. I'm not sure what they are, but I'm sure there are some ethical considerations there. So there are ways that you can be active and promoting the organization and promoting your involvement, sharing your background and your professional experience.
0: So how do you cover all the bases, which is your your fifth step?
1: Right. So that means promote everything that you do online. So if you're going to a networking event, then before you go to the event, you post, I'm going to the networking event of the Downtown Merchants Association on Thursday, February, such and such. Looking forward to meet. And then you put an at symbol in front of Scott Seidenberg and Danielle Bekzynski and Janet Falk. And you post that on LinkedIn or you post that on Twitter. And then what will happen is when you have named the organization, when you have included a link to register for the event, then you are promoting yourself as an active member and you are promoting the organization. And since it's on LinkedIn where people are looking for information, anyone who's connected to Scott and Danielle is going to see that this event is coming up and they're going to be in attendance and maybe they should be attending too. So one thing that you can do is when you're networking and engaged in events, then, you know, post in advance. Then after the event, of course, you took a selfie of yourself Mm -hmm. with the president of the organization and somebody else. And you can say, Great discussion at the Downtown Merchants Association where I met President Scott Seidenberg and we talked about whatever it was, what were the topics of discussion and so I'm Looking forward to the next meeting. Okay. So you post before the meeting and you post after the meeting. That's how you promote your networking. What do you think about speaking? Same idea. Before you speak, you say, I'm gonna be talking to the Downtown Merchants Association about topic one, topic two, topic three. And then you will drive attendance to that event. And people who are members of the organization will think, oh, Jennifer Falk is speaking. I ought to go to that event. Or Jennifer Falk is speaking. I don't know her, but I am interested in these topics. So I'm going to check out her website and see what it is that she does. And then I'll decide whether or not I want to go to the event. Or someone will say, Chen folk is speaking at the Downtown Merchants Association. I can't go that night because I have another obligation. But you know what? I should invite her to come and speak to my company or my group because I know that she's a good speaker. So you can see how promoting what you do online with speaking can be very helpful. And the same goes for your activity writing. Anytime you publish an article, You can post and share the link so that you will be driving people to read that information. So I think you can see, Scott, how these all work together as part of your marketing RBI. What I do is every Thursday, I go through the week and I think, did I do some networking? Well, yes, because I told you about the experience I had with people looking for a speaker on art and finance. And I told you how I connected the Latina web designer. So I did some networking. Did I do some speaking? Yes, because I'm speaking on this podcast. Did I do some writing? Yes, I'm working on an article for the industry newsletter of the Women on Law that I that I mentioned. And did I promote all of this activity online? Yes, I'm doing that as well. So I hit it out of the park this week. But if I didn't hit it out of the park on Thursday, I still have Friday. So I get one
0: more swing. I absolutely love that. And and as someone that's in the content business, repurposing content is so important because you're doing all this work, you're doing this great work and you're putting something creative out in 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 a space. Maximize that. Put it in multiple locations. You know, get it, it repurpose it. Like you mentioned, if you're putting your stuff on social media, whether it's LinkedIn or any other, uh, online area, and you're putting your writing out there, put it on another site, uh, in a, in a month from now, post it again and say, Hey, last month I did this. And just find different ways to repurpose the same type of great content because you're putting in the work. You might as well get the bang for your buck on, on your, uh, on your investment here. How can our listeners get in touch with you for more information or to get a hold of your ebook?
1: Okay, my website is Janet J A N E T L for Love L F A L K. Janet L F A L K dot And I have a lot of resources on my website, Scott. Not only this ebook or create and monitor your marketing RBI, which I sell for $9.99, but I also have the monthly newsletter. All my newsletters are on my website. So you can read those, you can read articles that I've written, you can listen to podcasts where I've appeared, and you can read my tip sheets where I often take ideas from several different newsletters and make them all available on one single tip sheet so that you'll be able to look them up. And I have samples of press releases and a lot of material available for free. So JanetLFalk.com. And you can connect with me on LinkedIn, but you must personalize the invitation.
0: Well, Janet, you definitely did hit a home run, and I'm sure you'll be moving up most of our listeners' lineups. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast.
1: It's been my pleasure, Scott. Thank you for having me.
0: There you have it, where you can get in touch with Janet. And as always, for more information about this podcast and about CG Tax Audit and Advisory, head to CG Team. Com. Thank you for tuning in. A reminder, if you have not done so already, be sure to subscribe and follow the podcast on your favorite podcast app and never miss a new episode. We'll talk to you next time right here on the CG Business Advisor.